1: Before we get started with today's show, I want to tell you guys about betonline.ag. The final four is set in basketball's playoffs, and BetOnline Sportsbook has you covered with all the odds, props, promos, and parlays for the conference finals. Use our promo code BLEAV, That's BLEAV to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the link in the description to this episode. BetOnline, where the game starts. I turn it to you. Hi, Morgan. Hi, Kyle. How are you? Oh, I'm doing wonderful today. I I am scared to ask this question, but how are you doing today?
0: I am doing fantastically. Thank you for asking.
1: Did Did we get the tears at the end of the game? You said you would be crying yes, at the end of the absolutely game. Absolutely
0: not. <laughs> no. Oh. That was just, that was sexual. That was genuine sporting sex orgasmic. Congrats on the sex. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> congrats on the game Seven sex. Um, what, a- what a game. What a game. That was after uh, the haters, I believe.
1: Which haters?
0: <laughs> Shout out to the haters.
1: Oh, but you know who one of those haters is? <laughs> your buddy, your favorite basketball <laughs> player, Ben Simmons, subtweeting the 76ers as they're down 30 against the Boston Celtics. Just chef's
0: kiss. Wow. Well, it's a shame he wasn't there to not shoot the ball. Please. I, I feel... There.
1: I've seen the, uh, the clap back to that, like, oh, you're not even in the playoffs. Oh, I got to be honest. I think I would rather not be in the playoffs than go through what the 76ers went through today. I would rather miss the playoffs than go through what the 76ers just endured.
0: Kyle, they say it's better to have loved and lost than to never have loved at all. You know who says that? Loses. <laughs> 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 no. we oh. I just I, I love I love these sporting organisations who have shown you nothing but who they are. Yet their fans refuse to believe that, that that's what they are. Like if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's a fucking duck. The seventy six is a shit. as <laughs> an organization. They're trash.
1: So the overwhelming emotion is F the 76ers coming out of this,
0: Release the the fucking confetti again, you cowards.
1: Okay, so this is about 76ers pain more than it is Celtic success. That seems to be the vibe I'm getting from this.
0: We didn't win anything today. See, that's the difference between our organization and theirs. This is not the end goal. They'll never even reach the end goal. Like... We didn't achieve anything today. All we did was take out the trash.
1: Wow, take out the trash. That is harsh.
0: And that, In- my friends, is a process.
1: It was quite the process, wasn't it?
0: And just like Garbage Day, it'll come again next time. Because it's a cycle.
1: Yeah, 76ers still haven't beaten the Celtics since the 1980s,
0: since Jesus was around.
1: <laughs> Boston. Okay. I've got I've got a few thoughts here since we've taken the 76ers, beat them over the head with a sledgehammer. We'll continue to beat them up as we go along, I'm gonna guess. But
0: they do it themselves. They put it to themselves. Oh, them their stupid rocky steps. Go away. Ring the bell. It, oh, well.
1: In fairness to them, they were up six with 10 minutes to play on their home court in a game six to knock out the Boston Celtics. And look, we all kind of knew that this was coming, but I made the joke no, afterwards no, like
0: no, no. nobody knew this was coming. Everybody when I'm sorry, when Jason Tatum had shot three points in three quarters, nobody knew the 16 point quarter was coming. Nobody knew that.
1: Wow, you just made me realize something. If you do the calculation on this, Jason Tatum in the last five quarters of basketball scored 65 – no, six, 67 you know, points.
0: 67 points. That's Quick ridiculous. Bumps. 67 Quick
1: points. And points. And I meant the and 76ers. Now that we're speaking
0: yeah. of the haters, like shout out to Mike Winters, who um, sent out eight tweets on Jason Tatum's game six and not one on his game seven. So I hope he's Okay. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh, The we knew the 76ers collapse was going to come at some point, but I made the joke, like, our expectations were low for you, but Jesus, man, Jesus, this being the way that you go out, like, that is just painful. First of all, the end of game six where you scored 13 points in the fourth quarter and nine in the last seven minutes, but also just that whole game seven was just... Oh, a 70 to 35 run in which Jason Tatum outscored your entire team and his own. (laughs) That, too, there was a time in the game where Tatum had 38 points and the rest of the Celtics had 35.
0: He did give the greatest quote after game six, humbly. Humbly, I'm one of the best basketball players in the world. That's not humble. That's not what humble is, bro.
1: I mean, is it not facts, though? I mean, he, well, tra- he can... write
0: facts, but, like,
1: he, he, he does disappear. This is the second time I feel like we can say that, though, of humbly, I'm one of the best basketball players in the world. It was... Game six against the Bucks last year, and it's now. Like, Jason Tatum is that dude now where he can say, humbly, I'm one of the best basketball players in the world. And as recent as 15 months ago, I said Donovan Mitchell was better than him.
0: Yeah, and I told you you were wrong then. Yeah. Holy shit, Morgan was right. Um, but he does disappear at times. Yeah, of course. The the, the, the gap between his best and his worst He's dark, but the gap yeah. that he can the gap that he can put between himself and everybody else on the court when he's at his best is, humbly, the best in the world.
1: I mean, there's no question about it, right? I mean, he took, not to make this all about Sacramento, but he took that Steph Curry 50-point game where he shot 38 <laughs> shots and just obliterated the record, shooting it less than 30 times in the game. It was... <laughs> Ge- this is genuinely one of the greatest basketball games that has ever been played like there's a statistical yeah. case to make for that so yeah it's yeah. like
0: at his it's, best yeah. he is no one's ever shot that many points in game seven but like you know how we've discussed this before jason tenham's weird relationship with his mom of course mm-hmm. this happened on mother's day <laughs> because jason tenham has a weird relationship with his mom
1: yeah I don't know how much we want to dive into that with uh um... oh,
0: oh, holy and solely of course Kyle okay I'll, I'll
1: defer to you on this one
0: of course that's what you always do <laughs> and i lead us into chaos
1: or at least in this direction you lead us down this this but direction
0: also I'd love to address uh, Jalen Brown he's wearing the mask he's not wearing the mask <laughs> he's wearing the mask again what are you doing It's it's not a slate, bro.
1: What are you doing? I'm also so disappointed that Jason Tatum had 51 points and on the last possession, Jalen Brown called an ISO for himself. I just like, come on, man. I know know you're being a good teammate, Jason Tatum. I know you're passing to Brogdon at the end of the game, but come on, man. Just, Just let him go for it. Just let him go for 50. He had one shot for 54, but I was just like, every time down the floor, just let him go for 54, 55, 56. Just, just let him no. do it.
0: He'd he done enough. He'd done enough. He's he's humble. He doesn't need to keep going. He doesn't need to.
1: Oh, I didn't mean it for, like, humbly the best basketball player in the world. I didn't mean for the the humbleness of it. I meant for the... Let's just make this more painful for the 76ers. Not like, oh, think, look, I'm so good.
0: Been, I don't think, I don't think it got to a point where like it just like I don't think it could hurt more. Like it's that meme of like he's already dead.
1: <laughs> yeah, stomp on him some more. Make them pissed off. What are they gonna do? Come back and get you? No, that's not the 76ers. <laughs> <laughs> They're
0: gonna release the confetti. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. It's just so funny to me, Kyle. And
1: uh, Jason Tate like, Jason, I've talked about this for years. Like, Jason Tatum is the bridge between the children coming behind him and the current generation with Jokic and Giannis and Embiid and Anthony Davis and all them. Like, the, the new era starts as soon as Jason Tatum wins a championship, and that might be right now. And if it doesn't happen, then, I don't know, maybe we just kind of wait for someone else to take the mantle. But kind of wild to watch it happen in real time where or damn honestly like, and... sit
0: back and wait because like he's still only like child age
1: <laughs> yeah but well he, i mean we say he's child age i know he's only 19 but <laughs>
0: he's, he, he's been, been he's been seven years.
1: yeah he is now 25 years old which in the modern age of the league going younger and bodies getting more worn out, the The average prime for a basketball player is like 24 to 29. So Tatum is kind of in his prime now. He's just two years younger than Giannis and uh, Devin Booker. And I think he's five years younger than Anthony Davis.
0: Well, Devin Booker's never been what Jason Tatum is.
1: No, but if I asked you who, who are the... Five best players in the NBA age 26 to 30. Devin Booker's probably the fifth one behind Giannis Jokic, Embiid, and Anthony Davis. How
0: old's Luca? Younger.
1: 23, I think.
0: She's got that middle aged person vibe.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the, the babies coming after Tatum. I mean, again, it's all relative age, but the babies coming after Tatum are I like Luca. To think so. Ja. Old <laughs> <laughs> Luca, Javarant, Zion, Anthony Edwards, those are the those are the babies that are on the way.
0: Are we talking about the players who were supposed to be good but have disappointed us?
1: <laughs> I'm saying the people who are gonna win the MVPs in two or three years.
0: <laughs> what?
1: Sublock E. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man.
0: Jar been doing Jar shit? Tatum be doing Tatum shit. Well, that's the difference between Jar and Tatum, isn't it? No, there is, yeah. (laughs) One of them pistol whipped the 76ers, and the other one waved a gun in a car on Instagram Live again.
1: Yeah, we're back to this again. (laughs) By the way, I I couldn't believe this. I I just, side observation, because, like, the first time I really got into basketball was with those really, really crappy Lakers teams. And I can't believe we've reached a place where D'Angelo Russell has become the dude lecturing Ja Morant on his friends. Oh, it's, D'Angelo it's, Russell, the man who snitched snitch. on Swaggy P. D'Angelo yeah. Russell has become the old veteran guy who is in his eighth year in the league talking about John ja Morant's friends as he gets ready it's, to play
0: in the conference finals. As somebody who has aged, Kyle, I must tell you. What is it like? That, that It's really, really satisfying when you get to turn around to somebody and be like, oh, now you both. Perhaps you shouldn't do that when like, you were doing much worse things. Not that D'Angelo Russell was, but he was making an absolute dick of himself. Mm-hmm. And now gets to out of nowhere resurrect his career and think that he is anybody to turn to for <laughs> a Shut up. But not just
1: resurrect his career Resurrect his career and become leadership guy Which is kind of weird Like he's not the best player on the Lakers He knows his role He's the third best player on the team And he provides veteran leadership Which is kind of stupid
0: And if if 18 other teams had Veteran leadership Then would be a lot better for him D'Angelo Russell has Had a coming of age Congratulations, well, yeah, man.
1: the veteran leadership thing only works, and being the third best player only works when your best player is Anthony Davis. Because we saw when your best player is Carl Anthony Towns, and your veteran leader guy doesn't Carl feel the same.
0: I'm in the Bomani camp where he just loses an Anthony. It's Carl. Carl. Towns. It's Carl Towns. <laughs> I. I. That's totally fair. I don't know why. I'm just so disrespectful, and I like it. <laughs>
1: sounds totally fair Hmm. so uh so uh, (laughs) i just saw the mug that you're drinking from it's very silly
0: oh no this this is my friend pam made this for me and sent it um and that's me and pam and Jeanette. and that was the day of mars and that was our pool day so that's us in the pool and it has our names on it it's very cute
1: that is beautiful (laughs)
0: And that one that one there, that's me. That's got braids because I had braids. And
1: that's Yeah, she so had braids a few yes. months ago. Wow, that is incredible.
0: Oh, on the back it says hangovers are temporary, but drunk stories are forever. <coughs> okay. But shout out to Pam.
1: Shout out to Pam. Hopefully shout she's
0: listening. Shout out to Target. I that's where it came from.
1: <laughs> on this audio medium. Mm-hmm. Shout anyway. out to Pam. Okay. Oh, okay, oh. I do I do have another Celtics thing that I uh, I wanted to bring up um because
0: oh. <laughs> I've got yeah uh, I could do this all day. Let's continue.
1: <laughs> In my mind this keeps going through my mind and I want to workshop this live on the air. Mm-hmm. Shit, do I love the Celtics now? <laughs> Question mark. Shit, are the Celtics lovable? That's <laughs> what I'm feeling right now. Oh god, are the cuz when the game first started, like I d- I don't really care all that much who wins, but I could feel like I was emotionally rooting for the Sixers. Like I was like, yes, when Tobias hits a shot and when Tatum hits a shot, I'm still smiling, but it doesn't feel the same. So I'm like emotionally rooting for the Sixers, and then by the time it gets to the third quarter, I'm like, ah shit! Now I'm rooting for the Celtics to just pour it on and go to the NBA Finals. So shit, are the Celtics lovable?
0: Yes, they are. What? They're not offensive. Like, okay, Marcus Smart might be annoying to some people, but most teams would like Marcus Smart on their team. Most, not well. Sometimes seventy six. Sometimes Celtics fans don't want Marcus (laughs) Smart.
1: But like all the Casuals last year, were rooting for the Warriors in the finals. Like all the Casuals. I mean, maybe not all the casuals, but a lot of the casuals wanted Giannis and the Bucks to come out of that second round series. It doesn't quite feel the same this year for Boston. It's almost like unless you're like me and a big Jokic guy and someone who's been wants to be right about the Nuggets really, really badly and wants to see Jokic get a ring like other than those people, I feel like Boston is the most lovable team left in the playoffs now.
0: Don't you think that Jason and Jalen kind of, like, deserve it? Like, they've they've played some pretty impressive basketball and, like, from from the start of their careers to where they are, they've played a fuckload of playoff games. They've been really, really successful and done it pretty much by themselves, those two. Um, And I think it would be... Just It would be reward for their effort so far in their career um, to achieve some success because um, I think it gets downplayed um, just how much they have achieved without achieving the ultimate so
1: far. Yeah, and I think part of that is they've – been around for so long now and the celtics have gone have been around for so long that we kind of just take it for granted at a certain point like i was shocked to learn this year do you remember when um do you remember when james harden uh showed up wearing that funny outfit because he couldn't go to the met gala a couple weeks ago and Mm -hmm. um he made the post about how uh he he wants to go to the met gala but he's always in the playoffs I realize that James Harden is the only player in the entire NBA who's made the second round of the playoffs the last seven years, the only player in the entire league who has made the second round of the playoffs seven years in a row. And I feel like that same fatigue is setting in with Tatum and Brown because Tatum was the best player on a team that was one game away from the NBA finals. what Was that five post seasons ago? The year that mm-hmm. the Cavs went to the finals with LeBron. I mean, they were in a game seven to go to the finals and yeah, Kyrie and Gordon Hayward were hurt but like Tatum and they would have gotten swept by the Warriors, but like Tatum was the best player on a team that was going to go to the finals five years ago and five years later they're in the same place.
0: Very disrespectful to Scary Terry, but in anyway.
1: <laughs> No, I was going to say Scary <laughs> Terry was the second best player. He was the second was. best player on that team. It's
0: very good. It's very good. But,
1: um, and again, yeah. they would have gotten swept by the Durant, LeBron, the Durant Curry, Clay Thompson Warriors, but that's besides the point. If they had gone to the finals that year, and then what is that, five full post-seasons later, we're still talking about them getting back to the mountaintop. I know they made the finals last year, but like if we're still talking about them getting back to that place, yeah, I think they've earned it, but fatigue kind of sets in and they don't get the they don't get the love they maybe deserve and playing for Boston kind of hurts. Cause you really got to convince some people to start loving Boston, especially with the yeah. goddamn ABC oh. broadcast showing Dave it's, Portnoy on camera all the time. It's a
0: hard, it's a hard sell. It's a, it's a hard sell um, to get a neutral um, <laughs> to become a Celtics um, supporter. But when you've got Doris shopping, fucking Tyrese Maxi Dennis for every five seconds. It's Not that hard. Oh, shut up, Doris. It's
1: real no, but like people go. were rooting. I mean, I don't, I can't speak for everyone, but it felt like people were rooting for the Sixers. Like it felt like people wanted the Sixers to finally get over the hump. They would have beat Miami in the conference finals. I feel pretty good about that. I'm not saying it would have happened for sure, but I feel pretty good. They would have beaten Miami in the conference finals. And that would have been, like, the crowning moment for that team. I don't feel like people were saying that about the Celtics. I think they were kind of like, oh, look at the Celtics, they're going to lose, ha ha ha. Joe Mazzula's going to get fired, ha ha ha, all that stuff.
0: Yeah, I was having a conversation with Jimmy a couple of days ago. He's like, oh, if, if we if we swapped coaches, if we swapped Doc and Mazzulla, we have won the series already? I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe maybe doc's just destined to keep failing like this
1: <laughs> yeah but at least this time at what well it was kind of on doc because every time they get to the fourth quarter they just go give the ball to mb let mb settle for a mid-range jumper Get the ball to Embiid, let Embiid settle for a mid range jumper. Like their fourth quarter offense is infuriating, but I don't even think that's Doc Rivers. I just think that's they go into the same because they were doing that like even when Brett Brown was the coach. It was just give the ball to Embiid, let him settle. I mean, they had Ben Simmons back then, granted. So it was kind of their best offensive
0: choice, but former business coach Brett Brown. Um, But I just like PJ Tucker buck off in that corner, honestly. very him <laughs> in that corner.
1: That, but that's the thing, man. Veteran leadership <laughs> is good when you have Joel and Embiid on the team, and went, well, I guess in Tucker's case, it's James Harden because they've been yeah, together forever then, now.
0: <laughs> then we went on that. Then we went on that run. PJ Tucker's on the bench, like with his face like a smacked ass. Like what just happened, well, <laughs> bro? If you don't get to stand in the corner all day, you're not going to win.
1: I think that I. See, I think now that you've now that we've talked it out, I think the Celtics are the lovable team now. Just kinda oh, weird okay. to think about.
0: I've might love lovable. Who would have thought?
1: Now that oh, might get know. tested if they get Denver in the finals, but the problem is just people don't no care about Denver about. enough. <laughs> no one cares about Denver enough to actually have an opinion on them. So
0: I, 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 I liked him. I liked Jim Almari though, but not that much.
1: I love Denver part because I want Jokic to finally just get a chance at a ring because Tom Haberstroh brought up the point. He's literally been less supported than any player MVP in the history of the sport. But also
0: he should ring Aaron Rodgers and say, you don't know what it's like to play with no support.
1: (laughs) I mean, he there, there is a statistical case to back it up. He has never played with an all star. He's never played with an all NBA player. He's never played with a defensive All-NBA team member. The Nuggets have not supported him very well. Well, part of it was Murray missed two playoff runs, but they have not supported him super, super well in his time with Denver. But besides the point, like I'm a big Nuggets guy, so I'm going to want the Nuggets to go. But I think for the generalist, I think Boston's the most lovable
0: team now. If you take their fans out of it, yeah, maybe.
1: Well, that's the thing that's stopping it from happening, right? This is, God I'm still so pissed that they just kept putting Dave Portnoy on camera during that broadcast. i just like, what are you doing? I know that you want, like, famous people in the crowd. Do not, God, it's just so infuriating. It happened three then, times.
0: Then they've to to the Lakers games, and, like, nobody was there fucking four months ago. No one was at those games four months ago, and now Kim Kardashian's there, and Kendall and Bad Bunny in there, and Jack's back, and Leo's there. And... All way, kids. Yeah,
1: and all they had in Boston was Julian Edelman and Bob Kraft. That's what they had of famous Boston, and they showed Mark Wahlberg at the end. In fairness, but they just—it's
0: the same <laughs> if, people. If something happened in Boston, they have to. Like I think they. Contractually obligated to show Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> they showed him. Or, I think or at it, least Donnie.
1: <laughs> I think it was with like fifty-six seconds left in the third quarter, like right at the end of that giant run when they hit a three-pointer. They like panned to Mark Wahlberg in the crowd. I'm like, okay, it's not just the guy who likes saying the N-word and Bob Kraft. <laughs> at least it's not just those being the representation for Boston. It's also Mark Wahlberg, who may or may not have committed a hate crime 25 years ago.
0: Damn devil, good nose Calvin's
1: Okay. So that was the first thing that I was thinking about. Is Boston d- shit is Boston lovable now? Um the other thing I was thinking about, and we kind of touched on this earlier, Ooh. is oh sorry, what did you say? Nothing. Oh, okay. Uh the uh <laughs> the sorry, other thing I was thing,
0: changing I was changing my life because I can set my theme. You didn't get to light, <laughs> light the beam, but I have a beam in my room and um, they have themes and I, I've got the Boston Celtics theme, So that's great.
1: So the the flip side now is <laughs> God, I want Celtics nuggets so bad. That's going to be such a good matchup if we get there. God, I want Celtics nuggets. Give me that NBA finals. Give me the altitude. Give me all of it. Just slather.
0: Altitude it. versus attitude. <laughs>
1: Give me the bleeding arms of Jokic against the bleeding hearts of Marcus Smart.
0: <laughs> we bleed green, and he bleeds from the arms. <laughs> um, um, I'm just... Um, no, nah, I can't think about that. Uh, me and my Georgian soul friend, Mike, sure. I have to... Yep. Well, that's the, the other through. thing, is that- <laughs> I have to now... Experience this week of fucking hell. <laughs>
1: it's really more like two weeks because yes. there's no yeah. chance that series isn't going to six or seven. Miami and Boston, no, it's going six or seven. Of course
0: it is, because well, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> see, that's I- the I'm other just, part I'm, I'm going to block Parakeet. Fucking five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh- <laughs>
1: This is this is the best part, though. This is the best part of this whole thing is that very quietly the best rivalry in the NBA, right under the nose of Giannis, right under the nose of Yo- of Jokic, right under the nose of Joel Embiid, it's Miami Heat Boston Celtics for the third time in four years in the conference finals, because Jimmy Butler, former Philadelphia 76er, and Boston Celtics, daddies to the Philadelphia 76ers, have stolen the birthright to success. And are in their third straight conference finals in four years, which is going to be awesome and fun. And yeah, it would. It's going to be really funny if Miami wins this.
0: It's not going to be funny
1: if Miami wins this. Yeah,
0: I if Miami wins this. T- yeah, I saw a tweet from Jeremy Tache that was like, "People should be really excited about like the potential of Jimmy playing against PJ Tucker in the fun like in the conference finals, because the conversations are going to have." I was like. Nobody should be excited by that. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? The
1: deep the deep sickos can get excited about that. But, the, <laughs> you know, the only way Jimmy Butler is going to play P.J. Tucker in the conference finals is when P.J. Tucker signs with Boston this offseason.
0: No one's getting excited about that. These Miami Neanderthals. And I hate that I'm going to have to listen to that Rap all like two weeks shut up i mean you don't have
1: to you could just i like, do have skip to skip the local hours
0: no. they infect my life kyle They're yes everywhere. but but if you
1: just skip the local hours it will be a little less of an infection like not, not
0: if they bring that idiot zaslow back ah!
1: i mean if you if you listen to the local hour, you're basically just taking the rusty needle and running it across your skin because nails on a chalkboard.
0: But yeah. maybe they can talk more Florida Panthers.
1: Wow! <laughs> Ice cats conference finals.
0: Playing the
1: Kraken. Oh, the Kraken and
0: great color scheme
1: they do have a wonderful color scheme really nice they play game seven
0: unis really nice unis uh
1: yes everything about the kraken color scheme kits Mm -hmm. whatever they call them inside and what is it uh sweater Mm -hmm. i think is what it's called Mm -hmm. all of it's perfect except the logo is bad the only problem is that the logo is very silly See, I went to one of their games last year. I really was hoping they would sell a What's Kraken shirt somewhere in the team store, and they they did not.
0: That's, that's a missed opportunity. Yes, it is. Angel Resto would absolutely have that on their website.
1: <laughs> I was hoping also someone yeah. just peddling merch outside the arena would have a What's Kraken t-shirt, would absolutely buy that. I
0: would have just made my own, like my... <laughs> <Joe> Burrow T-shirt.
1: <laughs> it's true. I just don't have a deep enough affinity for the Seattle Kraken to go out of my way to make a what's Kraken. Oh, I, I just
0: need to have a stupid thought, and I'm like, oh, I must do that right now.
1: Oh, I've I've been there before. As someone who has a 2017 UCF national champion T-shirt, yes, I, <laughs> I've, I've been there
0: before. Oh one of my favorite one of my favorite t-shirts is my LSU Legend status t-shirt. It's a cool shirt. It's super cool. Um I, I I'm I'm really am dreading Miami Hoop. Like just widow. <laughs> just everything. Everything. Well, yeah.
1: the good news is if you're dreading Bam Adebayo, he'll be the centerpiece of the Joel Embiid trade this off season when he comes to Miami. I'm uh, okay, but I just
0: no. sh- at, least, at least boring Bam. what about that?
1: So, so Bam, you're not dreading.
0: No, no it's, it's, Bam doesn't put them on his block. Yeah, okay, that block, but he doesn't. Put them on his back and drag them across the line. He doesn't have that dog in him. Jimmy has that dog in him.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, because this is like Jimmy's
0: gonna die on that cross. (laughs) I mean, you have to kill him and then you have to go back and kill him again, and that's annoying. (laughs) <laughs>
1: that is annoying right having to kill it's hard enough to kill someone once i mean killing him twice or three times i mean that's just obnoxious but the motherfucker just keeps getting back up and he's like I'm not even that good <laughs> you think you killed him and then all of a sudden your 13 point lead has disappeared
0: in the last four minutes of the game seven all of a sudden he's making a coffee on the sideline and he's fine
1: <laughs> so so boston the, the vibe i'm getting boston's like jet ge- like has genuine respect for jason for jimmy butler now like they're just I like.
0: Think, I think he's earned that surely.
1: Yeah. No, I understand that, but they didn't. They didn't have that for Harden. They didn't. Harden beat him twice in Game One and Game Four. They still didn't have that respect for Harden.
0: Oh, this it's, is a body of work, though.
1: So it's it's two years. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Situation. No,
0: oh, but like he was, like he was, epic in the bubble. Like he's mm-hmm. It's a body of work thing with Jimmy, like he is an acquired taste, like I'd rather not, but the off Jimmy is a different caliber of beast and deserves to have some respect put on his name, in my opinion. But,
1: oh, I understand the respect part of it, but like Jimmy Butler does not have the resume that James Harden has in his NBA career. And
0: James Harden, James Harden's never dragged his team ever
1: one. He just dragged them to two wins against the Celtics in the playoffs.
0: Like, he just... And he then, just then, carried them... No, I know they... Uh, he's dragging his ass back to Vegas. Back I off.
1: know I know they lost the series, but Celtics fans still never respected James Harden. Even after he stole their heart in Game 1, stole their mm-hmm. heart twice mm-hmm. in Game 4, they still were never, like, Nobody afraid of Harden.
0: heart stolen in Game 1, please. See the difference hit- between Philadelphia and Boston.
1: He scored 45 points, pulled up for a game winner from the stupid Lucky Charms logo, and beat you guys. And they still weren't giving him the props. No. So I guess you're right. It's It's more it of again. a body of work for Jimmy.
0: Do it in Game 7. Literally. Do it in Game 7. I yeah. still got would say. Literally do seven. it in Game 7. Again. I mean, literally, it wasn't there. But yeah. hey, I don't know. Maybe you can talk to Russell about how the Met Gala was now.
1: Do you know, it's kind of surprising. James Harden has a winning record in game sevens. I was shocked by that. He's, uh, I think he's four and two in game sevens. But the two that we remember are the two bad ones. The the 2018 game seven and the
0: I, I remember Jason Tatum that.
1: 51 point game seven yeah. that will live forever the eyes and hearts of Boston Celtic fans (laughs) so which which was better last year's Grant Williams hits eight three-pointers to beat the Bucks in game seven at home or this year's game seven No,
0: No. this because he was like he was Grant Williams there's there's no expectation on him so what you get out of him is always a bonus whereas Jason Tatum, there is expectation because he is our number one and he hadn't performed up to what we require. And if you were going to humbly call yourself one of the best basketballers in the world, you need to show that to get us out of this mess. And he did that in space. He was epic epic like he could not hit the side of a barn in game six like he was fucking awful awful but then in the last quarter like that self-belief to just keep throwing it up like just keep going like to know that you can turn it around like there's got to be something inside your head that says this ain't it ain't my night like I It ain't going to happen for me, but no, he was not going to allow that to happen. So as such, he has now scored 67 points in five quarters of basketball because... 67 points.
1: 67 points. 76ers did not score 67 as a team in the fourth quarter of game six and the second half of game seven combined.
0: Didn't they shoot three points in a quarter?
1: They were 10 in the third quarter, 13 in the fourth quarter of game six. That doesn't matter what they scored in the fourth quarter because it wasn't enough to catch Jason Tatum.
0: It was, it was very, it felt really nice to see him get the plaudits that he was getting on social media today.
1: I just I asked the question because it felt like when they beat the Bucks in game 7 last year that was like a we got over the hump moment. And granted like Middleton didn't play in the series and people like me will still the haters will still argue that if Middleton had been healthy they would have won the series cuz Giannis had the most points, rebounds and assists of any player in a 7 game series in the history of the NBA playoffs but I do also understand like this year being greater than that because it was just such a relief when they won that series last year. And to get, I mean, they've played a lot of basketball just recently. And so to get over that one was a big deal. Whether it was Grant Williams or not, just the blowout game seven must have felt really
0: good. Yeah, it was euphoric. And to have it happen to them again. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the same story all over again to I the 76. Like,
0: I love it. It's just like rinse and repeats.
1: Literally, I bet you we could go back one of the first sh- one of the first times we ever met each other was that game seven between the Hawks and the Sixers two years ago. I bet we could go back to to that show and have a similar vibe, even though we were like, just met each other two weeks earlier. Like, I bet there would be a similar vibe coming off about just the Sixers losing a game seven and what
0: that feels like. I'm just a hater of the Sixers. <laughs>
1: No, literally, I I wasn't sure how that would go when we first started doing the podcast. I was like, is this going to be Celtics love or Sixers hate? Sixers hate was the immediate feeling that you wanted to get out, was just jab at the Sixers, jab at the Sixers. It's,
0: it's not like, uh, that, that's, a, that's a character flaw. In but as much as, I was having this conversation about Collingwood this week like, with with a friend of mine whose team was playing against my mortal enemy. <laughs> And I like I would often take a Carlton loss over a Collingwood win. Like the joy I get from their dissatisfaction is just immense, like as like how Parakeet called Boston Talkback radio and people listen to that like as, as a drug. Um, on Saturday night, um, this team that I hate very, very much, Carlton, they lost a game that they were expected to win. And they were pathetic and their supporters were ringing talkback radio and, (laughs) and they were like irate, but they're like in the same vein as the 76ers. Like this is who they are. This is what they've shown you to, that they are for 30 years now. They have not seen success in 30 years. They've only been fucking terrible. And any time they give you any bit of hope, they don't deliver. Like they were absolute sure things to make the finals last year, and somehow managed to lose the last two games of the season, and then play us in the final game, and we beat them by a point and came back out of nowhere to beat them by a point and and that eliminated them from the finals, and it was just delicious. Oh, it was the greatest joy to watch them cry. Like watching grown humans cry over this insipid organisation and stuff like, you are stupid. Stupid. Alton fans, 76 fans are stupid.
1: Makes you feel better about yourself.
0: Yeah. Because although my team might lose in epic proportions in finals, they make the finals. <laughs> so it is better to have loved and lost Good to be them.
1: Then <laughs> the Celtics are the perfect team for you. Never like going to win right. anything, but it's better I to have loved and lost. Up.
0: Oh, the Celtics, the Saints. Show me the heartbreak.